It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. My name is Spencer. Yes, it still is. I don't think I will probably ever go through a name change during this dictionary process, this dictionary podcast process. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Glad you're here. Let's talk about some words. The first word is dose, D-O-S-E. I think They Might Be Giants have a song called Darling the Dose. Make no mistake, I still need you the most. Time has the power to bind us too close. The dose is the poison we've had more than most. Darling. This is the first form, noun from the 15th century, 1A, the measured quantity of a therapeutic agent to be taken at one time. It doesn't say what kind of therapeutic agent. I mean, it could literally be therapy. What sort of dose of therapy do you do you go through? Do you do? Do you talk about? Is it one hour dose therapy uh but no usually we're talking about uh you know something that you ingest in some way maybe something that's uh shot into you with a long sharp pointy needle or maybe a pill that you take uh what is the dose of that thing 1b the quantity of radiation administered or absorbed oh we got how many doses now what what do you what do you measure that in is it uh is there like um Ooh, I feel like I should know this. How many radiations did you get? Uh, ooh, I can't. I can't think of what it is. It's not rads, but I think I feel like there's some name of how many. How, what, what's the radiation scale? Oh, I can't think of it. Oh, oh, I got a bad dose of radiation from that banana. Number two, a portion of a substance added during a process. A portion of a substance added during a process. This is incredibly vague. But yeah, that's basically like the simplest way to think of dose. How much of one thing is being put onto another thing? That's that's it. A portion of a thing being put onto another thing. Or a, or a process. Three. An amount of something likened to a prescribed or measured quantity of medicine. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's also pretty similar, but we're specifically talking about medicine here, as in a daily dose of hard work. I hope you're doing your daily dose of hard work every day. I think I'm doing three people's daily dose of hard work. Maybe there's a few people who get to relax more often. Also as in a dose of scandal. Mm, that has nothing to do with medicine, though. Uh, number four, this is a little different. Uh, it is a gonorrheal infection. It is a dose. I have never heard of that one before. So if you get infected with the gonorrhea, can you say, uh, I got the dose? I got a dose of gonorrhea? How, how, how do you say this? What do the doctors say? Or is this a, a doctoral thing? Is this a more slangy term? A gonorrheal infection is a dose. I got a dose of the 
real. The Ghana real. The Ghana The Ria. Maybe people say Ria. The cool people say Ria. Okay, dos. This is from the Greek, well, from the lower Latin dosis, which is from the Greek. It doesn't say what the Greek word is, so maybe it's also dosis. Uh, but it literally means act of giving. So it's all about giving one thing to another thing. From the word didonai, this is still Greek, that means to give. And there's more at the word date. Date. Let's go out on a date and get a dose of gonorrhea. Okay, the sound effect is going to be beep. It's real short and sweet. If you're not paying attention, you might miss it. The second form of dose. This one is a transitive verb from 1654. One, to give a dose to, especially to give medicine to. So you are, if you're a nurse, you are dosing a person when you give them their medicine. Uh, or maybe it's uh, your, your family member, you're taking care of them. You give them their medicine, maybe it's a liquid, maybe it's a shot, maybe it's a pill, maybe it's a good kick in the pants. You're giving them a dose. Two, to divide as a, medi- as a medicine into doses. So you are dividing, dividing the medicine into doses, that is dosing. You are dosing the medicine so it is being created into the correct doses for use for patients. Three, to treat with an application or agent. Dosing them with whatever thing that they need. Beep! The next word is do-si-do. And it looks like the last syllable is emphasized more than the other ones. Do-si-do. Now, how do I say this? Do-si-do. I don't know. Maybe I emphasize the C. It is D-O hyphen S-I hyphen D-O. Do-si-do. Let's do a square dance spin your partner round and round do si do noun it is a noun from 1926 almost 100 years ago we should celebrate the 100th anniversary of do si do in three years Uh, it is a square dance figure but more specifically we have an a and a b so a a figure in which the dancers pass each other pass they what they pass The dancers pass each other right shoulder to right shoulder. Ah, see, you keep on reading and it'll make sense. That's what you're supposed to do. Not talk about what you're reading or how you're reading it. Just read it. A figure in which the dancers pass each other right shoulder to right shoulder and circle each other back to back. Go forward now. It's up to the middle and back. Go forward again and dose it up. I'm sure you can visualize this, but maybe I will put a link to a YouTube video in the show notes so you can see the fun dosi doing. B, a figure in which the woman moves in a figure circling first her partner and then the man on her right. So the whole thing is about uh, going around in a circle uh, to to your partner or to somebody else. That is a dosi do and it is that because this is from the French phrase, and now I don't know how to say it, dos a dos, or do a do. I don't know if the S gets pronounced here. 
DOS-A-DOS. And that means back to back, uh, which I sh- I'm sure, I'm sure the French word dos is related to uh, those, those words that we had in the last episode, dorsal and all those things, which means back. So uh, yeah, back to back, dosi do means back to back. Because you circle them around, but you're facing, when you're behind them, you're facing each other. Your backs are facing each other, not your fronts. do do Next time you go to a square dance, you can uh, tell people that you know what the name means of the do do Never even thought about it. I honestly didn't think it would be so obvious, or not obvious, but clear and specific. Uh, I thought that it just might have been a gibberish term or something. Spin your partner round and round and round and round. You spin me right round, right round, baby, in a dosi do. Beep. The next word is dosimeter. This is a noun from 1906, a device for measuring doses of radiations as X-rays. Those are types of it's a it's a type of radiation. Dosimetric is an adjective, dosimetry is a noun. Um, yeah, the name, it's, it's literally measuring doses and the word doses in the name, dosimeter, dos, D-O-S-I, dosimeter. So that's not a very clever name, I don't think. I feel like they could have come up with something better, but I guess it's generic enough. That's what they call it, a dosimeter? I feel like there's a, there's a Geiger counter, but that's not. Uh, that's just sort of measuring the radiation in the air. I don't think it's measuring the actual doses of radiation. Is it? Huh. Boop. Next is DOS or DAS. D-O-S-S, first form. Intransitive verb from circa 1785. It is chiefly British and it is to sleep or bed down in a convenient place. It's usually used with the word down. So you would say dos down. I'm going to sleep or go to bed in a convenient place. It has to be convenient. So it's uh, it, it can't be inconvenient. You have to get to it pretty easily and quickly. So it might just be like, I'm going to roll over and dos down. The origin is unknown. Nobody knows, nobody will ever know where DOS came from. Uh, boop! The next word is DOS again, second form, noun from circa 1789, just four years later. It is also chiefly British, and it is a crude or makeshift bed. So you can DOS in a DOS, or DOS in a DOS, or DOS in a DOS, or DOS in a DOS. You are going to sleep in a makeshift bed. Hmm, I am really curious, though, where this came from. I want to know. I want to know. I, I sure could. I could go under this desk and, uh, and DOS in a DOS, but I don't have any, anything. It's just a hard floor. So that's, it's convenient, but it is not uh, much of a makeshift bed. I'd have to grab some things. Boop. Next is dorsal, so we added an al. Oh, actually, it could also be dorsal. We had this in the in yesterday's episode. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Here, dorsal. It's a variation of dorsal. Here's dorsal. Oh, you could also spell it with an el 
instead of an A-L. So the all the spellings are D-O-S-S-A-L, that's a docile, or D-O-R-S-A-L, that's dorsal, or D-O-S-S-E-L, and that is also docile. Noun from 1851, an ornamental cloth hung behind and above an altar. Um, hmm, the etymology is not helpful. It says it's from the lower Latin dorsalis, which means dorsal, which I guess, I guess is probably meaning back in some form. Um, and it, you know, that actually does make sense because it is an ornamental cloth hung behind an altar, also above it, but more so behind. So I guess that's uh, where the name came from. I guess so. Beep. Das House is next. Das House or Das House. And there is a hyphen between those two words. Now, is it a house where you can go to sleep conveniently in a makeshift bed? Maybe. Let's find out. Noun from 1888. It is chiefly British. And it is a cheap rooming house or hotel. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, sure, sure that DOS and DOS house are related. Uh, so it's, you know, maybe there were a bunch of DOS houses in convenient places, maybe on every corner. You just, I gotta go to sleep. I can't make it home. I'm on foot. I'm drunk. I'm tired. Something. I just need to go to sleep. And hey, there's this DOS house. It's very conveniently located. And um, maybe they have crude or makeshifts, makeshift beds in there. I'm going to go to sleep in the DOS house. DOS in a DOS in a DOS house. Boop. Dossier is next. You can pronounce it two syllables or three syllables. So we got dossier or dossier or three syllables, which is dossier or dossier. I think I say dossier. Dossier. It's funny, I was just listening to a podcast today that mentioned this word uh, because it's in the world of Twin Peaks and it was a Twin Peaks podcast. Uh, I I should shout this out. Why not? Let's shout out other people's things. Uh, I think it's just called the Twin Peaks Tattoo Podcast. Emily Marinelli, I hope I have her name right. She's the host. And uh, she just interviews people about their Twin Peaks uh, tattoos and also about their Twin Peaks fandom, and also about other tattoos that they have. But uh, yeah, it's good. I think I'm like four, four and a half episodes in. I will be done with it probably by the time uh, this episode airs. So, Dossier, yeah, this is related. There was like books written uh, by one of the authors uh, for the Twin Peaks world, and they call it the Dossier. There's like the secret Dossier and the final Dossier or something like that. So, what is a dossier? Noun from 1880. A file containing detailed records on a particular person or subject. And it has nothing to do with sleeping. Uh, So, this is a French word, dossier. It means bundle of documents labeled on the back, or also just dossier which is from DOS, the French word DOS. I don't know how to say it in French. That means back, which we learned in Dosi do um, And uh, where did it go? DOS is back from the Latin dorsum. I don't know why back... Oh, it's labeled on the back. That's where the name comes from. Did you know this? Did you know this? I didn't know this. 
a bundle of documents labeled on the back. It has to be labeled on the back to be officially a dossier. I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, if you are a Twin Peaks fan, I highly recommend you read the two new books by Mark Frost, which I think both came out right before the return, so like 2016, 2017, around there. Uh, good, good stuff. Ooh, it just ex- it expands the universe so big, so big. Burp. Next is, I guess you would say dust. Dust. Dost? Maybe it's dost. The pronunciation guide is making it look like it's just dust. Uh, it's spelled D-O-S-T. The the vowel sound uh, is just a, like an uh sound. It's that upside down E. I think it's called the schwa maybe. Um, this is the archaic present second singular form of the word do. Dust. I don't say this. I don't think anybody says this anymore. That was the last D-O-S word. Here we go with the next letter in the alphabet. Dot. It's the word dot. D-O-T. First form. Noun from 1674. This first form has a bunch of definitions. One. A small spot. The synonym is speck. Just a little speck of a thing. It's just a dot. Please clean it up. Two. A small round mark, as to a one, a small point made with a pointed instrument, as in, a dot on the chart marked the ship's position. Where did the the dot come from? Maybe it came from a a pen. You take a pen, it's got a very little small point, and you want to make a little dot on the thing to show where you are, and you dot it with the pen. It is a small point made with a pointed instrument. To A2, a small round mark used in orthography or punctuation, as in, put a dot over the I. If you're writing a lowercase i, you need to put the dot. It, re- it is required. An I is not an I unless it has a dot, which is kind of like an eyeball. It's like the eyeball on top of the eye. Uh, Yep, that's what it is. To be a centered point used as a multiplication sign, as in 6.5 equals 30. And of course, the dot, as we just said, it means multiplication. So it's 6 times 5 equals 30. 6 multiplied by 5 equals 30. 2C1, a point after a note or rest in music indicating augmentation of the time value by one half. I love that this is in here. It's it's great. They're really putting as many possible things as they can in this book, which is just perfect. Uh, so yes, I, I used to do the music, and when you're reading music, if you saw, you know, if you don't know music, you've probably seen the, the notes. You know, it's like the circle on the bottom, and then there's a vertical line going up or down, or sometimes there's a rest symbol. If you don't know music, you might not have ever seen rest symbols. But in either one of those, if you put a dot at the end of it, on the right side of it, it means that that note or that rest is, you have to carry it out for the time that the that the note is 
plus half of it. So a quarter note, which is the filled in black circle with a dot, would be a quarter of one and a half notes, a quarter note plus an eighth note, one and a half. Or a half note, which is the open circle with a white filling, that with a dot after it would be a half note plus a whole plus a, a quarter note. So it'd be three beats. I hope that all makes sense. Uh, but if you don't do music, you probably will never need to know it. It was just worded kind of weird, so I wanted to explain it better. Okay, 2C2, a point over or under a note indicating that is that it is to be played staccato. So this is another place where the dots are used and sheet music. Uh, and yeah, staccato is like real quick or short. Bop, 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 bop. That would be kind of staccato. And so yeah, if you see the dot on top, above or under the note, you got to play it real short like that. Three, a precise point, especially in time, as in arrived at six on the dot. On the nose is another way to say that. I love it when I arrive to a place on the dot. Why do we say on the dot here? What's the dot? What dot are we talking about? I mean, I know that, you know, it's like six o'clock, six, but what's, where, where, the, where did the dot come from? There's no dot in time, is there? Can I not think of a dot? Hmm. Number four. A short click or buzz forming a letter or part of a letter, as in the Morse code. Dee, dee, dee. Uh, what did I have? I had dit, dit a little while ago. Uh, that is a, I, I was confused. I was like, is this dit? Is this the thing in Morse code? Because it said it's used in radio, but I forgot that it also said something about uh, telegrams, I think. And so, uh, yes, the dit, I think, is the same thing as a dot. It's dots and dashes, uh, dits and lines. I don't, I don't know what the other name for it is. Um, you know, we don't, we don't use Morse code anymore, so we don't really have to learn it. But, uh, you know, you never know. Might not be a bad thing to learn. Uh, I did start teaching myself Morse code uh, through an app, and I think I got about maybe a third or halfway through the letters, and then I stopped and I have forgotten everything, so I need to start over. But if you don't use it, you lose it. This whole podcast should be translated into Morse code. Five, a point used to separate components of an address on the internet. Ooh, the fancy, fancy internet. Uh, and yeah, so we, we see this all the time. Where do you go? Where are you going to go? Where's, what's your website? www.spencerswebsite.com. Actually, I do have spencerparks.com, uh, but uh, I don't have anything there. I've never done anything. I, I really want to get on that. I'm not entirely sure what I would put there, but I got some things that I could put there. So uh, maybe someday you can go to Spencer Parks. You can go to www.spencerparks.com. And then you can learn all about me. All right, what is the etymology for dot? It is from the Old English dot with two Ts, <laughs> which means head of a boil. A boil is like a little, a little weird bump on your skin. Uh, that it might might go away. Maybe you can pop it. Maybe don't pop it. I don't know. Talk to a professional. 
but uh, the head of a boil is a dot. It is akin to the old high German tuta. Hmm, that means nipple. And yeah, I mean, a nipple, I guess, kind of looks like a boil. It's like a dot shape. Depends, depends on your nipple, I guess. Some are smaller than others. Look more like a dot. Did you know that the word dot is related to nipple? It sure makes sense. Dot. The second form of dot. Verb from circa 1740. Uh, This is starting with transitive number one. To mark with a dot. I'm going to dot, dot it. Dot it, dot you in the face with a pen. I'm going to dot where my ship is on your face as if your face was a map. Two, to intersperse with dots or objects scattered at random, as in boats dotting the lake. Uh, I live uh, basically on Lake Michigan. I mean, I'm, I'm a couple miles away, but, you know, it's close. So there have been a lot of times where I look out on the lake and I'm like, look at all those boats. They're dotting the lake. There's lots of boats out there. What are they doing? Here is intransitive to make a dot. Just go ahead and make a dot. Please and thank you. Dotter is a noun. That is the one who is making dots. Oh, I just watched a video today or yesterday. I think it was on Reddit. Um, And it was somebody... I think they, they do they also call this stippling if you're making lots and lots of dots you're it's stippling I mean there's also pointillism but they were making just so many tiny little dots with their fancy pen and they filled like a whole page with dots or other tiny little patterns and I've done stuff sort of similar but not quite to this level who it looked intense luckily they had it uh, fast forward like a time lapse so that was uh, that was an intense. It didn't really make as interesting of a pattern as I hoped it would, uh, but it was still pretty cool. Lot and lot of dots, lots of dots, lots of dots. I never ate those uh, dipping dots. Well, no, maybe I've had them a couple of times, but uh, yeah, it was not a thing. I was, it was a little, uh, yeah, they're they're fine, aren't they? Maybe I should go get some dipping dots. I don't know if they're vegan though. Moving on, bop. The third form of dot is a noun from 1855, and the synonym is the number two definition for the word dowry. So, uh, yeah, we'll learn more about that in probably not too, too long. Um, hmm, it's from the French, from the Latin, dos, which means dowry, so that's all it is. Dot. The last word in this episode is DOT again, but it is all caps, so it's D-O-T, abbreviation for Department of Transportation. Okay, I need to pick a word of the episode, and how do I do that? Well, I gotta reread the words. So we had DOSE, DOSE, DOSI DO, DOSIMETER, DOS, DOS, DOSEL, DOS HOUSE, DOSIER, DOST, dot 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 okay well the dos words were kind of interesting about sleeping a place to sleep makeshift bed um i think though i think i'm gonna have to pick dosi do as the word of the episode uh i I, you know we, we had to do square dancing in in gym class in high school which never made any sense to me 
But, uh, but uh, so yeah, that's about all the square dancing I've ever done. But it was always fun to hear the singing, you know, swing your partner round and round, do do jump around, do a little dance, make a little love, go back to back and dance the do si do I, sh- I should have sung that. Why didn't I sing that? do si do do si do you're going back to back with your partner or another partner. do si do back to back. That's it. That's all I got. That's all the stuff for, for the words for today. do si do I, th- I, I liked uh, learning about the etymology of that one a lot. Okay, that's it. Thank you for joining, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.